Thought Bubble Audio. Look, up in the sky! You will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. Welcome to Beer with Geeks with Tim and Frank. Who are you? I'm Batman. I am Iron Man. Your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Hi, Christopher. I'm Nero. My name is Inigo Montoya. You're a wizard, Harry. A couple of guys with a couple of beers and a whole lot of pop culture nostalgia. Make it so, number one. Ladies and gentlemen, the Beatles. Name the dog in the ant. Life finds a way. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Now sit back and crack open a cold one. Because it's time for Beer with Geeks. It comes in paints? Shaken, not stirred. Great Scott! I was way off. I knew it started with an S, though. Hi, and welcome to Beer with Geeks, where two geeks geek out with beer. I'm Tim, and with me, as always, is my friend who gets flummoxed when answering questions. Frank, how are you today? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I, I don't know how I am. How am I supposed to, do I have to pick one? You have to pick one feeling, uh-huh. one emotion. But I'm, a, I'm in a glass case of them. I feel so <laughs> many emotions. <laughs> So happy, flummoxed. You feel flummoxed. I feel flabber flummoxed. Well, take a sip of beer All right. and then tell me how you feel. All right. All right. Yeah. All right. Okay. Before you take a sip of beer, what are you what are you sipping on? I didn't wait until you uh I didn't wait, All but right. I, I I did it anyway. But um it's it's winter, so I am enjoying a good old Sam Adams winter lager, their festive Bach beer, limited release, and it is it is delicious and brewed with orange peel and cinnamon and ginger, and it's a classic. It's a winter classic, so that's that's what I'm going with. Sam Winter Lager. Man, that sounds great. I mm-hmm. am going with what is my usual right now because I stopped at the I stopped at the alcohol store, Frank, <gasps> and they didn't. I know, and they didn't have um, any gluten free beer that mm. I require. None whatsoever. So I am drinking an Omission Brewing Company Ultimate Light Golden Ale. It's still good, and it was already in my fridge, so I'm not upset about drinking it. But mm. I wanted to see what other range of options were out there, and uh, this store had zero. So I will be going to another store in the future. Oh, well. That's okay. I had high hopes. They were dashed. Yeah. Dashed, Frank. Dashing through know, the fr- snow. But you know, Frank, I was thinking about I was thinking about our drinking. And I was thinking we should play the game Thinking and Drinking hey! because it's been a little while since right. we played it. For those of you, for those of you who don't remember our fun segment Thinking and Drinking, we have a card game that was built to foster great conversation, uh, and uh, you could pick it up at any place uh, that you'd like that sells it. There you go. <laughs> Pretty much, pick your own, ve- yeah. pick your own vendor. I don't yeah, care. <laughs> I think they have their website is probably the best. Just Google thinking and drinking, and you'll find it. It's great. Yeah, thinking drinking. Uh, I think www.thinkingdrinking.beer is Th- ah, that's a great URL, and I'm going to throw it in the show notes for everybody. Thinkingdrinking.beer. Wow, good for them. That's great. Mm-hmm. I know it's great. So anyway, so I'm going to ask a question, and Frank's going to answer, and I'm going to answer, and that will either stimulate conversation or dead air, and we'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, the former, and not so much the latter. Exactly, but we'll find out. All right. So anyway, first question: Who's been the most important person in your life? Whoa. Okay. Wow. All right. So, hmm. Hmm. 
Starting like off with the easy ones, Tim, I see. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, right. You have five seconds before if you before it's too late to say my name. Um, <laughs> it's got on too long already. This is uncomfortable. I okay. I returned the flowers. I, <laughs> <laughs> so I was just watching um, a, a few weeks back. There was an episode of This Is Us where someone was asked this very question, and, and so while I was watching it, I um, I had the same. I, I went. I thought about this question. Um, I, I'm gonna have to say my wife, though. Like, I, I, mm. I, I, of course, you know, that's the person who's had the most impact in my life because I, I've found so many like new things in life since we've been together, you know, and 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 I've moved to a new city in part uh, to to be with her and and new hobbies, new interests, new people and places and and things that I um you know that weren't part of my life before are and uh, and they all stem from her. So I'm I'm getting, sorry bud, but I have to say my wife is, is the most important important influential person uh on, I on my life. I accept that, Frank, and that was going to be my answer too. I was going to be my wife, wife, and then I decided that it's not going to be that. And instead, I'm going to say my faja, otherwise known mm. as my father. Um, I almost went with my mom too, but I decided that I am very much genetically my mother. Um, but I aspire to be my father because I'm not genetically like him in the same way. And so I think I actively think about what it's like to be my father and how mm. to do that as opposed to just naturally being my mother. I so, see. And so there was a, it was a tough call on that, um, tough call on that question, but that's what I'm, that's what I'm going with. But there are a few answers much like yours. You know, I could say my fiance, you know, I also moved for her recently, mm-hmm. you know, and all such things. And so, but I'm going to I'm going to go with my father because I think ultimately I decided that like, you know, even like what would my father do in this case? Like, well, he'd move because that's the, mm. that's the kind of person mm. my dad is, you know, and things like that. So I think that it all it all stems from there. Big role model. Exactly. That was a heavy question, Frank. I'm going to go for a light one next. What's the home screen photo on your phone? Oh, okay. Uh, home screen photo on my phone right now, if I can find my phone. Um, the lock screen is um, is actually I really really like the um, the wallpaper that they're using in all the like iPhone XS uh, ads right now. It's like the it looks mm-hmm. like a big planet um, or ball of gas or whatever. So I've been using that for my my lock screen um, for for a few weeks now. Uh, and then my actual home screen is actually just a very, you probably can barely see it, but it's, well, it, I mean, you can kind of see it. It's a grid of lines. So the icons like kind of fall in this, in this grid. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it sort of surrounds all the icons. So, okay. yeah. I honestly can't see that at all, but okay. I trust you. Fair enough. That's okay. I'll do my lock screen too, since, since you offered yours. My lock screen is a bird's eye view of, Notre Dame Cathedral in Paris. Ooh. Actually, it's a straight down, you know, bird's eye view. It's a straight down shot. Um, but it's it's the Disney rendering from the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Nice. So it's a so it's an animated bird's eye view of Notre Dame and the surround and surrounding Paris, which is pretty cool. Mm. I will send it to you if you are so inclined. And the my uh home screen is a Frank Miller Batman piece with Frank Miller and Catwoman. I think he did it for 
Batman 700, I think. Okay. There was a bunch of different pieces of art that came out with that comic book issue and 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 I enjoyed it and I enjoyed his quite a bit. It was the wedding issue, I think that's what it was. Oh, okay. It was the, oh, it was the sure. wedding issue okay. Batman 50 then. So, um it was the the wedding issue. And so and I liked it. It's actually one of the better Frank Miller pieces that I've seen in a number of years and mm. it's been there a long time. I don't know why I haven't changed it. I just I'm so used to it now, I guess. Yeah, that uh, happens to me too. Yeah. All right, moving on to the next question. If you were president, mm. what would your Secret Service code name be? Ooh. Um, ooh. Okay. It would need to be. It would be something like. It'd be like an obscure Star Wars character or something. You know, it'd be like Baron Papanoida or something like that. Yep. Yes, it would be. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. What about? Do you know what yours? Or, or like, or even like weird like references to other things outside of that you'd be like Jedi Rocks is moving Jedi <laughs> Rocks is, is on the way <laughs> the Wampa is in the White the, House uh, the, the Wampa, Wampa is, is in the lair repeat the Wampa <laughs> is in the lair uh, uh, I don't know what mine would be that's a great it's a great question um, I like the idea of something from Star Wars um, yeah you like that too I like that too. I feel like yours would be like General Veers or like it would be something a little more dignified than mine. (laughs) General Veers. I prepare the men is what I do. Yeah. 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 You know, for war, whatever, whatever presidents do. Well, I mean, what did Baron Papanoida do? Like nothing. Look look like George Lucas is all he did. Looked like George Lucas. Exactly. He was big and blue and had a beard. And you are, you have two out of three of those things I will not share with the audience which one it is <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh-huh uh-huh exactly exactly uh I don't know what mine would be I don't know you decide for me I want to say yours question. would be uh, like a Lord of the Rings character I think so I'd be like uh it would be like you know, Baggins has left the hole, you know, sure. or something. Baggins has left the hole. Yeah. Something like that. Uh-huh. I don't know. We'll find out one day. No, we won't. He's no, left the hobbit hole. Exactly. Um, five words your family slash friends use to describe you. That's tough. Five words. Just do one word. Five words is too many. We're going to be here all night. <laughs> uh, that's funny because I actually had something for the five words. <laughs> oh, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, it'd be something like they'd be trying to. It's it's five words to describe to describe what let's make sure that what I have works. Um, five words to describe what five words to describe you. So for instance, mine mine would be like a pain in the ass. Right, you know, right, right. Like uh, yeah. I, I was gonna say like I was thinking about uh, them trying to describe like what I do for work, and oh, sh- <laughs> he's a transponder. Transponder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I think I feel like they'd say something like, "Don't know what he does." <laughs> I don't know, something with social media and computer he at one point my 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 god, god bless him my 90 almost 94 year old grandfather came off the boat from italy in, in the 50s i explained to him that i worked at a computer all day and he was like oh you make computers oh he makes computers my grandson makes computer no i don't make computers i just i use one 
for work, me and like millions of other, hundreds of millions of other people every day use right. a computer. Oh, oh, you make it a computer. Okay, okay. Oh, you make it a computer. Oh, oh very nice. Very nice. You make it a computer. Ah, ah. That's what Nano talks like. Uh, I want that to be the title of this episode, but phonetically written out. You, you uh, make you a make computer. computer. Right? Yeah. Your wish is my command. Fantastic. Fantastic. Um, <laughs> oh, you make it a computer. Oh, it's yeah, like, ah, it's like, 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 you know, it's a me, Mario. Make it a computer. Ah. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> I remember the Twitter account you used to have for your... Oh, it's your, still out there. Grandfather. Oh, is it? It's I, still out I, there. I, I don't update it as often as I used to, but um The one that's the one that sticks in my brain the most is when you're like, Grandpa someone's like, Grandpa, what'd you have for breakfast? He's like, Buffalo. And in parentheses says waffles. Waffles. <laughs> waffles. Yeah. It's my it's my favorite one. Anyway, if you could borrow a talent from any other player, what would it be? So we have to borrow a talent from each other because it's just the two of us. If I could borrow a talent from you. Mm-hmm. Well, you are actually uh, frustratingly talented, um, but the one that comes to my mind first, okay, if it's a talent and not like a quality. Yes, talent, because I have qualities that I would steal from you, but I, I, I'm yeah, you have a lot of talent. You have a lot of qualities I would steal, but talent, um, your ability to play piano, piano oh and, and keyboard. That's hilarious because my talent is to steal your guitar playing. Skills. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> oh, gift of the magi. <laughs> yeah. Yay. Good. Good gift story. Of the musical magi. Yeah. I have always just uh, been so envious of of you know keyboard players. Um, I always wish that the, I, I I love playing guitar. I I don't want to trade you guitar for piano because I love I love guitar so much. Mm-hmm. But I wish I could play both. I wish I could play both because then I, then I would feel like a more well rounded musician. Um, but being as things being as they are, uh, I'm I'm a decent guitar player. Um, but that's funny that you wanted to. You wish you could play guitar. Yeah, I just I I cannot get my fingers to move mm. the way that you can, the way that guitar players can, and I it's just I've just been envious of stringed instruments, even in general. But guitar is like it's because it's something you can see a guitar anywhere and pick it up and play it sure and you could do that with a piano technically too but they're generally in places where you're not allowed to do that all the mm-hmm. time you know and so like guitar you can almost like sit and play subtly you can take it with you you can't do that stuff with pianos right it's much more difficult i like transportable instruments and i am i'm envious of that yeah pianos are not are not super portable um and yeah you're right when you do happen upon one it's like in someone's house or in a you know, wherever in some setting where you're not really supposed to be playing piano. So, so yeah, I, I get that. I get that. I, that. There's the portability factor and the sort of, I'm allowed to play this or not factor. But, um, but I just wish I, but similarly, I can't get my fingers to move the way that, that you can. Um, and I, you know, I think that's just like a muscle memory thing. And if you learn from an early age, you can, I do think guitar is easier to learn at a later age though. And maybe that's just me, you know, because I can play it, it's easy for me to say, but like, I feel like that's something you could pick up, you know, with, it would probably take more practice at a more advanced age than it would if you were younger, but I feel like you could still pick it up. Yeah. Um, at least a few chords, you know, and just like learn, learn sort of some basic chords so that you could play like three or four chord songs. I bet you could do that. Yeah. I mean, I can play the ukulele. So technically That's I can right. play yeah, the yeah. ukulele chords. I can play the bottom four strings and yeah. like, like it's not the same, but you know, like I can like, I can pretend, 
if you, know, you can play ukulele, it's a transferable skill, and you could learn. You know, a it's not though. It's not. You don't think I so? Can't, I can't get my fingers to move across hmm. six strings to make the chords. Mm. I've tried. Believe me, I've tried. I just they don't work that way. They just can't. They just can't stretch and hold the strings the way that they're supposed to. Funny. Yeah, I don't know. Huh. That's why that's why I kind of transferred into ukulele because it's a much easier instrument. And and you you're good at that. I mean, but we've we've played together. We played our ukulele yes, together. Yeah, that's, that's not right. a euphemism. Shut up. Um, we've played our <laughs> playing our ukuleles together. Also a good title episode. Yeah, I know. I'm not sure what's better. <laughs> oh, something to think about. So anyway, moving on. What is your favorite expletive? Uh, um, the R two D two sound. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm gonna change it. What is your favorite G-rated expletive? When you're not allowed to swear, what do you say instead? I love um on uh there was a show on Fox called Last Man on Earth with Will oh, Forte. Sure. Mm-hmm. Their uh fill-in expletive whenever they wanted to say the F word was oh farts. <laughs> it just made me laugh every time. It's just a stupid childish way. It's just it's it's fun. On on the good place on NBC, they'll say "oh fork." Yep, mm-hmm. and they're actually pretty funny and artful about the way that they'll be like, "ah, oh, what a forking shirt bag," um, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I like "oh farts." "Oh farts" is really funny. I, my wife and I will say it to each other sometimes, just just to make each other laugh. Oh, oh farts! Fart. <laughs> I like that. Mine is "son of a nutcracker." Mm-hmm. I, a big, I think you've heard me say it before. Stolen uh, from Elf. Um, it's right, like right. people are like, why do you say that? I'm like, it's from Elf. It's my favorite line from that stupid movie that I love. <laughs> He's like, son of a nutcracker. It's fun to say. Would recommend. Cotton headed Ninnymuggins. That's another one. Also a good one. Also a good one. Also like your Superman beer cozy that I just noticed. Yeah. Our very friend nice. Dan gave this to me uh, uh, a few months back. Oh, very nice. Says this looks like a job for, and then has the S symbol. Love it. Just for you. Good job, mm-hmm. Dan. Like it a lot. Name three things that begin with the same letter as your name. First three things that come to mind. Farts, friends, and felines. Oh, you didn't say fork. I can't believe you. Oh, you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Look at that. All right. My turn. Um, I just named think... my three favorite things off the top. <laughs> oh, that's that's fine. I'll say, that's fine. You do you. That's fine. Um, thinking and drinking, Titus Andronicus, and Thunderbolt. Nice. Titus Andronicus, nice. That was the first one that came to my mind. I don't know why. What? Can't ask that question on a G-rated show. Never mind. I'll tell you off air. Please do. (laughs) I'm going to actually separate it from the crowd, so I can't tell you. What do you need less of in your life? Uh, Wow. Uh, Okay. I need one thing, right? One one thing I need less of? I need less of people getting on my case at work. Oh my god, I was gonna say nagging. Isn't yeah, that, nagging it's is kinda, a good. It's kind of nagging, but not in a way that like your wife nags at you. No, no. Just like the feeling of that, like that that nagging feeling. Yeah. Like oh, I've got to yeah. do something. I have this thing that's hanging over my head, or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I I work in a I work in marketing and and you know there's campaigns with with 
deadlines and things like that in marketing. And I will often work with partners at, at you know, um, um, in, in internally and, and external, but like people in other departments who I'm helping to promote whatever they're working on. And, um, you know, sometimes they'll nag because they don't know the process that I'm going through or whatever. And so they'll nag and be like, hey, did you do this? Can, can, can you do this? Can you do this? It's like, I will. I'm working on five other projects. So if you'll stop nagging me, I will do your piece when the right time comes. I promise I haven't forgotten. So yeah, I could use less of that. That would de- decrease a lot of my stress. Mm. What about you? What could you would you just say nagging in general? Yeah, I think that the nagging feeling, something hanging over your head that you just have to mm. that you just have to get done. I'm an absurdly busy person, and I don't even know how I time to do this podcast. To be perfectly I honest, don't either. <laughs> but you do. I don't. I really. What I really don't know is how you have time to do Academy Rewind, where you have to watch five to ten movies per episode. That. That really boggles my mind how you find time to do that and do it so well. It boggles mine too. I honestly don't know how I do everything. It's, I, it is, it is. I think it's magic. I think I'm actually a wizard. I think you told might me. be. I think you might be because you are. You've got to be one of the hardest working men in podcasting. Oh, that's so nice of you to say. That's so nice. Let's move on to the next question so I don't blush on <laughs> um, a audio podcast. When, not what. Was the best beer you've ever had? When? When was the best beer? When was the best beer you've ever had? It's a good um, question. Okay, the best beer I ever had was probably around two thousand fifteen. Um, I know where I was. I don't remember specifically which beer it was. Actually, to be honest honest but it was one of the first times that i had a really good trappist beer i think it was like a belgian quad or triple Mm. and i had it in portland maine at uh novari res beer cafe um which is my to date it's still my favorite beer bar in the world that i've ever been to and i just had this unbelievable um unbelievable trappist beer that just blew my mind and i've i've i love i love trappist beers i i they're my favorite you know trappist beers and and really any kind of belgian um belgian beers tend to tend to be my 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 favorites i don't know if that really answers the question that's really what was the best beer you've ever had when not when as in like when did you crack open a beer went oh my god i needed this this is the best thing that's ever happened to me today this, this <laughs> just, one just, day just, in just, 2015 when i went to this bar <laughs> all right take, I mean, okay, good. <laughs> it, was, it was my first time there and i was like okay this is supposed to be a really good beer bar like let me check this out and let me order something off the menu and i, I did and i cracked open this beer whatever it was i don't even remember which beer it was which i'm kind of embarrassed about but i don't um but i do remember th- i remember everything about that day and sitting down and what seat i sat in like if i walked into that bar today i could point to the seat where i sat in and and um and just the the experience of it and we sat there for a couple hours and had a few beers and it was just heavenly and beautiful and perfect and and i'm part of the reason why that place is like my favorite place is because i had that great experience there that one day in fall or winter of 2015 that sounds that sounds lovely uh i don't have a specific time but i can't say like any time going out to work with some colleagues to kind of de-stress mm. and they put a beer in front of you and you say oh my god this is i needed this you know not to even like 
not to get wasted or tipsy or anything, just to relax. It's like an ultimate symbol of relaxation. And it just like you can feel the blood pressure going down and everything kind of melting away. And that those are my best moments. Those are my when I've had the best beer. Doesn't even cheers really to that, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. just feels great. Feel good thinking about it right now. Um, what was the scariest moment while traveling? Um, I think I can. Yeah, I can tell the story. Um, that was my reaction when I read the card. I was like, yeah, I can tell the story. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, my wife uh, got a little sick on our uh, last time we went on a vacation. We were in Portugal, went to the Azores, which is fantastic. And I recommend to anybody, by the way. And uh, I think she may, she may have eaten something or, or drank something that didn't sit well with her. And so we had to take her to the emergency room. Her stomach wasn't feeling well. And so there, there was about, and I don't speak Portuguese really, except mm-hmm. for whatever conversational Portuguese I learned, you know, for this trip. We were there for like two or three days when this happened. And I, I do speak a little Spanish. So I was able to sort of fake Spanish and Portuguese are, are reasonably similar, not really, but reasonably similar um, in a lot of ways. So I was able to sort of fake my way through, you know, with a little bit of Googling, a little bit of fakery and a little bit of whatever, you know, conversational Portuguese mm-hmm. that I knew I was able to express to everybody around me like hey this is my wife she doesn't feel well here's what's wrong you know can you help her and so that was a little scary um, just because I was going to a hospital in a foreign country and didn't know how it was going to turn out turned out fine we were only there a few hours they gave her medicine sent her home she was fine but um, and we were able to enjoy the rest of our vacation without a hitch after that but that was definitely scary for a little bit mm-hmm. there when I was showing up and I had to be like okay I need to like I need to communicate this complicated message these people somehow but it worked out yeah that's good i'm glad that worked out um i i guess i, I have two scary stories i'm going to choose one that i think is more scary i have one that i also got stuck in a foreign country um which mm-hmm. you know that like when you just when you don't speak the language it's like but thank it's, god you have a translator and i yeah. feel worried about it so like i'm not gonna share that one one uh, without giving like any details for protection and, and purpose so, like i went on a trip uh, with somebody who um, had early onset Alzheimer's, mm. and we lost them. Ooh, that is At scary. That point, they wandered away from the group. Person who like had eyes on turned away very briefly and went back, and boom, gone in the crowd. And we oh. were in a foreign country, and the person didn't bring their cell phone, and of course didn't tell us until after. Yeah, we were in the country. You know, oh, that they so scary. And so that was very scary. So long story short, they ended up just going to the next place that they, they knew where they were supposed to. And they just went on their own. And we were like, and, and so everybody arrived and they were like, I'm here. I'm already here. What's the problem? And so, but that was very scary. I can was, totally understand that. That was, that was awful. Yeah. I would care never to repeat that experience Whew. ever again. I don't blame you. One last question. Um, easy question. What's an ability you wish you had? Flight flight that's a good one i mean that's i wish that every day when i'm commuting home like i just want to fly home and be there already oh sure yeah see a flight i thought about i would love to time travel even just in my own life because i i think you ever see the movie about time yes Uh, yes you loaned me that movie i love it yeah great movie but just the ability to go back even in your own life and reappreciate some days that you've missed or you're like you know what that was a really stupid thing to say let me just go back and you know fix Mm -hmm. that real fast Mm -hmm. and you know things like that i would as somebody who, as we said, as somebody like myself who is like absurdly busy, would love some extra time. Oh yeah, you know, just to even unwind would be 
would be spectacular. But that is the whole kit and caboodle for, for us, Frank. I'm going to end there. Um, so you can find us on BeerWithGeeks.com and Twitter and Facebook and Gmail. You can rate and review us on iTunes and find us all the places podcasts can be found. You can head over to Patreon.com slash Stoppable Audio to uh, give some money to the show. 25 cents a week, boiling down to $1 a month, $12 a year would be very beneficial to all involved uh, all involved in Thoughtbubble Audio. Mm-hmm. You can, of course, check out their Thoughtbubble Audio shows at thoughtbubbleaudio.com, including but not limited to Academy Rewind, Supergirl TV Talk, Tolkien TV Talk, Starkville's House of El Krypton. You know, there's so many, so many lovely things that are out there for everyone. Hate Watch with us and, you know, Metropolis Podcast. Metropolis Podcast and some new stuff coming down the pipeline. So good stuff all the way around. Did I say Supergirl TV Talk? Don't even you remember. Did. I did. Great. Okay. Good job. Yay, yay me. All right, well, Frank, this has been lovely. So I say, until next time, cheers. Cheers.